you're listening to the dietitian cafe brought to you by new outra where we discuss the world of nutrition and dietetics my name is harriet smith and i'm a registered dietitian and founder of hrs communications so a bit of news from me after three years of hosting the dietitian cafe podcast i'm sad to share that i am stepping away Whilst the decision is bittersweet, I feel so grateful to have been part of the launch and growth of this successful podcast, and I'm really excited to be handing over the baton to my great friend and colleague, Corinne Toyne. I'm delighted to be using this episode to introduce Corinne to you all, the new host of the Dietitian Cafe podcast. Corinne is a registered dietitian and marketing specialist at HRS Communications, who is on a mission to grow food, drink and wellness brands that are passionate about improving health. Corinne has also recently been been appointed chair of the British Dietetic Association Industry Specialist Group and plans to help raise the profile of dietitians and nutrition professionals working within industry. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Corinne to tell us a bit more about herself. Hello, thank you so much, Harriet. As a listener of the Dietitian Cafe myself, I am delighted to be taking over as host and I'm truly honoured to have the opportunity to meet some fantastic guests from a variety of areas of dietetics and nutrition. And although, you know, I'm of course extremely sad to see you leave as you were an absolute amazing host, I hope to do the podcast and its listeners service by sharing my insight as a registered dietitian with five years of experience working in the food and drink industry as well as contributing to the inspiring and thought-provoking conversations with future guests that I'm really looking forward to having. Corinne, it's a pleasure to have you with us. This is obviously the second time that you've been on the Dietitian Cafe, because in our first season, you were a guest yourself. So it's great Mm -hmm. to have you back and obviously to be handing over the baton to you. So today's episode is going to look a bit different to the previous episodes we've had on here. We're going to start by getting to know Corinne, including her career background and her plans for the podcast moving forward. Then I will officially pass over the torch to Corinne, where she'll have the opportunity to ask me some questions about my career journey and time here as host of the Dietitian Cafe. So without further ado, let's get started with some of our quickfire questions. So Corinne, first question, as a dietitian, what is your go-to breakfast? Well, you can't go wrong with a hearty bowl of porridge. And I know it's maybe predictable, but it's just so easy. And you can mix it up with different toppings each time. Plus, it's super nutritious and it's filled with fiber. And, you know, just because I'm a dietitian, I do add extra yogurt to improve my gut health. So, yeah, I'd love breakfast. So best meal of the day. That's an A-star response there, Corinne. Um, (laughs) Next question for you. What is one thing that you're looking forward to this year? Oh, well, there are lots of exciting things happening at the moment, but I'm really excited to obviously start hosting the podcast um, as podcasting is something I've always wanted to do. Well, I'm delighted to be able to give you that opportunity today, Corinne. And finally, if you could have a plane ticket anywhere in the world, where would you go to and why? This is a tough one because I love to travel. I absolutely love Bali, so I go back there in a heartbeat, or I've always hoped that one day I'll travel to somewhere really cool like Japan or South America. 
Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Corinne, for helping us get to know you on a bit more of a personal level. (laughs) So let's delve into your professional dietetic background in a bit more detail. We touched on in the introduction um, about your marketing background and your your journey to working in industry, but I'd love to hear a bit more about how you've got to where you are today. So Corinne, did you always know that you wanted to be a dietitian? Well, from a young age, I absolutely loved food. And I think if you speak to any dietitian, they'll tell you that they're just passionate about all things food. That kind of always stems um, a career in dietetics. But, you know, I'd always be baking with my mum at the weekends or trying out new dishes after school. So um, that kind of, you know, fueled my my interest in, in dietetics and nutrition. Plus, I loved science and I was really fascinated with how the human body works when I was at school and college. So I thought, why not combine the two and study nutrition and dietetics? And here you are today, five years later in your working career, and your career journey perhaps has been less conventional than the typical clinical route. So tell us a bit about this decision that you made five years ago to go into industry and then make that transition from clinical to marketing. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. My career has been very unconventional, um, I would say. It's been a bit of a squiggly career path. Um, But to start from the beginning, so before I went to university, my parents took me to a food conference um, and I immediately fell in love with the companies that were exhibiting there. I was a little bit confused on what type of career I was going to go for. So that really helped guide me. And it was kind of from then that I wanted to, I knew I wanted to work in the food industry. So going to university, I had my sights um, set on studying nutrition and dietetics. Um, And as I really liked the clinical side of nutrition and helping patients, I chose to study nutrition and dietetics. So I went to the University of Surrey and to explore that avenue. And I was at university and decided to do an internship at the Detox Kitchen as well, just to kind of um, dip my toes into an industry uh, opportunity as well and that exposed me to working for a food company and I realized how much I enjoyed it when I graduated though I decided to work in the NHS for a year to consolidate my clinical skills and I did really enjoy it but there was still kind of that burning desire to to work in the food industry and have an impact on people's nutrition on a wider population level and that's when I decided to make the move into the food industry Um, and so as I was, was prescribing and recommending oral nutritional supplements in my practice as a dietitian, it made sense to move to a company that manufactured these as I'd already had pre-existing knowledge and use of the products. So I joined Abbott, a global healthcare company, and worked in their scientific and medical affairs team, which involved translating the science for education and training for the sales teams and supporting healthcare professionals with resources. And I worked really closely alongside marketing and regulatory teams. That's kind of gave me a bit more of a taste into the world of marketing. And then after that, I worked for Marks and Spencers in the trends team, which involved working with the product development team to develop new and existing trend responsive products. And that was amazing because who doesn't love M&S food? Um, and after that, I moved to Benicol, who uh, produced a range of plants that all um, containing cholesterol lowering foods. And I worked in the science communications role. And after that, I became healthcare professional marketing manager for the UK and managed a small team of two national account managers and it was this role that really exposed me to the world of marketing as I was responsible for the marketing strategy and implementation and I was also lucky enough to complete a chartered institute of marketing certificate uh, when I was working there which really consolidated my passion for marketing 
And I kind of saw that over my career, there's just been so much neutral nonsense out there in the media and it still exists today. I do think it's quite a confusing landscape when it comes to nutrition. And so I saw a bit of a gap for dietitian-led evidence-based messaging within marketing you know, campaigns um, and uh, messaging within the food and drink industry. So I decided to launch my business, Chickpea Marketing, which is a nutrition and marketing consultancy. And my mission is to provide companies that are really doing great things for the food and drink industry from a nutrition, health and sustainability point of view, a platform so that they can reach more people um, to improve health and ultimately grow. So, yeah, so we're kind of all about understanding nutritional needs of relevant target audiences and, and harnessing the power of marketing to help brands provide food and drink solutions that really nourish with purpose. So that's me. Brilliant. Thank you, Corinne. And what a unique uh, synergy of skills you brought together with your clinical dietetics, nutrition, and of course, marketing background. Um, so you mentioned chickpea marketing, which I know you've launched fairly recently and, and gone freelance. So big congratulations on that. I you. understand you've got a really fantastic presence on social media and you've got a big following. So what's your aim and vision for your social media platform and your own business? Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate those kind words because um, I think anyone that kind of is on social media and, and posts regularly, it can be a lot of hard work to, to grow that audience. And it's you know still one of my goals to continue working on that. But ultimately, I want to reach as many dietitians, nutritionists and food and drink industry professionals um, as I can to share updates on the latest insights and trends as well as um, provide more information on uh, relevant topics to health and nutrition and just generally provide education. And I really enjoy combining my marketing experience with my training as a dietitian to use both skill sets to um, aim to provide evidence-based education to other like-minded individuals. So it's really great to feel that sense of community on social media. That's one of the wonderful things about social media platforms is is the social aspect and connecting with with other people so yeah I hope my content is helpful for people and yeah lots more to come hopefully exciting and connecting with other people is something that you're going to be doing a lot of here at the dietitian cafe mm -hmm. so Corinne tell me what excites you about becoming the new host of this podcast well just as you said talking to new people you know it's one of my favorite things to do and I get so inspired hearing about different people's career journeys and perspectives. I remember when I reached out to you all those years ago, Harriet, and wanted to hear about, you know, your career because of all you achieved. And I loved our, our conversation we had. And now we're we're friends and, and colleagues. So it just really shows that you're putting yourself out there and, and reaching out um to people uh, really pays off in the long run. But from the podcast perspective, you know, I'm so excited about being able to speak to a variety of incredible guests and and learn new things and yeah, hear different perspectives. So it's kind of that, that people element that I'm really excited about. Fantastic. I look forward to seeing all the great things I'm sure that you're going to bring to the podcast. Now, Corinne, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Tell me about a favorite episode that you've listened to of the Diet Dietitian Cafe thus far. This is so hard because you've had such great guests. Um, I guess the one that really stands out to me is the podcast that you have with Dr. Greg Lessons, the um, nutritionist in the fire service. And for me, that was just super eye-opening and showed how versatile the dietetic and nutrition profession can be. And 
obviously both of us are on the um, dietitians and industry specialist group for the BDA and we're all about showcasing the diversity of the profession so uh, that episode really showcases you know, the types of opportunities that dietitians and nutritionists can go after so yeah I love that one. Brilliant. And Corinne, where would you like to see the podcast going in the coming seasons once you're the host? I'd love to see the Dietitian Cafe audience continue to grow so that we can get more exciting guests. We've already had some amazing ones, but you know, just more of them and um, get them on the podcast. And that obviously would mean more interesting conversations for our amazing listeners. And finally, Corinne, is there a dream guest that you would love to be able to get onto the podcast? Who is it and why? The person that stands out to me is probably Henry Dimbleby. And that's because I he played a fundamental role in developing the national food strategy, which I think is a groundbreaking piece of work. And as the co-founder of Leon, as well as a fantastic food comp- campaigner and speaker, I believe he sets a real example on how to lead a purpose-led business. So it'd be great to talk to him about, you know, how as dietitians we can drive positive change in the food and drink industry. Well, we'll watch your space, Corinne, and hopefully in the not-too-distant future, Henry will indeed be a guest of the Dietitian Cafe. Thank you so much, Corinne. And now the difficult time has come for me to take the hot seat, take a step back, hand over to you as host, Corinne, and answer some questions as I finish up my final episode. Oh, thank you, Harriet. So let's kick off um, with some quick fire questions. So let's turn the tables round to you. What is your go-to breakfast? So I was thinking about this one, Corinne, and I think I would have to say um, I love a good cheesy scrambled eggs on a bagel, maybe a wholemeal bagel just to, you know, healthify things a bit. Exactly. I'm a big (laughs) fan of Marmite. I know you either love it or hate it, but I love Marmite and that combination (laughs) of cheese is just brilliant. So that would be my go to Mm. breakfast. I am unfortunately a hater of Marmite. So um, apologies for that. But Love that breakfast. That sounds delicious and very high in protein. Uh, What is one thing you are looking forward to this year? So, Corinne, we're going on our first ever family holiday abroad uh, since COVID and also since having my new baby, Oscar, back in October. So we are off to Greece next weekend, uh, hopefully because I've just been getting over COVID and I think my partner and baby have also come down with it. So we've got a week to go. So hopefully they can be fighting fit in time for a lovely holiday away. A very well-deserved break, and you'll have to send us some photos of the adorable Oscar on the beach, enjoying the sun. Looking forward to that. If you could have a plane ticket to anywhere, where would you go? So, funnily enough, you mentioned this country in your answer earlier. I have always wanted to go to Japan, um, Mm. and... My partner and I joke that if we ever get married, this is where we'll go on our honeymoon. Um, but I'm a big lover of sushi, and I think the Japanese culture is fantastic. And somebody mm. told me it's one of the most baby-friendly countries you can go to in the world, mm. um, to the extent that in the public loos they even have little seats for you to put your baby in. Um, so I love that idea. Anything for an That's easy life. <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds amazing. I know uh, Japan is definitely on my top top of my list to go to it just looks so cool uh so yeah hopefully we both get to go one day 
Um, and next question. So um, moving on from the fire round, let's um, get into um, some of the other questions we have lined up to, for you today. So I know many of our listeners are familiar with your background and work within the industry. But since you're on the other side of the table, can you tell us a little bit about your journey? You know, why did you become a dietitian and how did you come to start HRS Communications? Yeah, absolutely. Good question. So similar to you, Corinne, my career journey has been less than conventional from a dietetic perspective. Uh, it was probably in my final year of studying dietetics that I started to wonder um, what the future held for me in my capacity as, as a dietitian. I loved my clinical placements, but I was having some health issues in my final year and was realizing that perhaps working clinically wasn't going to suit me um, for that reason. I've also always had a real passion for communications, particularly writing. And in my final years as a student, I was writing for the Complete Nutrition magazine. I volunteered with the British Dietetic Association. And I started to wonder if there were opportunities outside of the clinical setting. And at that time when I was graduating, it wasn't massively talked about. We, I remember at uni, we had a few talks from dietitians working in industry for medical nutrition companies, but that was about as far as it went. So I actually decided to do an internship at a large PR company in London called Edelman. And as soon as I graduated, I did a four month internship in their health team. And that was fascinating. I was suddenly exposed to a real corporate environment and I found it really quite stimulating and uh, challenging. And I loved working on some of the pharmaceutical accounts and um, uh, big food companies that we were working with. But at the end of the internship, although they did offer me a job, I realized that I wasn't utilizing my dietetic skills that I had worked so hard to achieve so I made the difficult decision to actually not take on a full-time job there. And instead, I went to work for another smaller boutique PR agency in London, um, which also worked with health companies and charities such as Diabetes UK. And I did that for two years alongside setting up my own freelance work as a um, predominantly a health writer. And my big break probably came from working with a very prominent um, scientist who many people will be familiar with, Dr. Tim Spector. And I supported him on one of his books, Spoon Fed. And that was just a fantastic opportunity working alongside him, researching the topics and helping to write the content. And it was that experience that really opened up a lot of avenues for me. And from there, my freelance health writing really took off. And fast forward a few years later, I was working with uh, lots of exciting brands, including New Outra, of course, doing the Dietitian Cafe. And I realized that I couldn't do it alone if I wanted to get my business to the point uh, where I was helping brands on a bigger scale. So I rebranded as HRS Communications, a medical nutrition communications agency. And in the last three years since founding HRS, we've we've really grown and we're now a team of over 15 and um, that brings me to my current place that I am today, Corinne. Amazing. I absolutely love hearing about your career journey. I'm sure I'm not alone by saying you know, it's, it's so inspirational and for many dietitians. So thanks for sharing that. It's always, always great to hear about people's um, journeys to where they are. So what have you enjoyed the most about being the host of the Dietitian Cafe? 
What I've loved most about hosting the Dietitian Cafe is interacting with such diverse and varied nutrition professionals. Uh, we've had over 71 episodes of the podcast and that's 71 hours of really stimulating, inspiring and motivating conversations. And there's too many episodes to call out, but just from the breadth of um, clinical areas that people work within to industry, to charities, it's just been phenomenal seeing all the hard work that these nutrition professionals have been doing to influence people's health, not just on an individual level, but also a wider public health level. So that's what I've enjoyed the most, Corinne. Great. And what are you most proud of? I think what I'm most proud of is helping you out to establish a, a leading podcast. And I say leading because um, to blow our own trumpet, we've been streamed over 50,000 times and bearing in mind that dietetics is a very small profession, that's a figure that we're really proud of. Some of our most popular episodes have had, you know, more than 800 streams. Um, I know when I did one of the episodes, Where Are All the Men in Dietetics? That episode went viral on Twitter. So I'm really proud um, of being able to work with New Outra to give a platform to dietitians to share their thoughts and views on important and also sometimes controversial topics. New Outra is a brand, they're not they, they don't shy away from controversy and that's really given me a lot of opportunity to get some fascinating guests onto the podcast couldn't agree more okay so I'm looking forward to hearing your answer to this one what was your favorite episode to record and why obviously you've had so many amazing guests is there something that stood out to you might be a conversation or maybe a, a quote or a particular guest what do you think so I think my favorite um, series was when we did the diversity and dietetics series. And um, when I say diversity, we covered a range of topics from disability and dietetics to where are all the men in dietetics? Are you too fat to be a dietitian? Um, and I think, and also, are you too old to be a dietitian? And um, I think those are questions that probably lots of people have had in the back of their minds Um and I'm really glad that the Dietitian Cafe has given us a space to be able to confidently discuss those topics and hopefully influence the future of the profession as well in a positive light. Definitely. I think the cafe is for sure a safe space where dietitians and nutrition professionals and students and anyone interested can listen to people's thoughts and opinions and, you know, know that it is coming from an evidence-based place, which gives the podcast a level of credibility, which is fantastic. Um, okay, so how has the Dietitian Cafe changed your perspective on the world of nutrition and dietetics? That's a great question, Corinne. I think when I was graduating, um, I felt quite um, overwhelmed when I knew that perhaps a clinical career wasn't the route that I wanted to take. And through hosting the Dietitian Cafe, I think it's really opened my eyes to the fantastically diverse opportunities that exist to dietitians in clinical and non-clinical settings. Um, a few dietitians that come to mind, um, Fran, the prison dietitian, Greg, the firefighter um, nutritionist, like you mentioned, Corinne, um, mm. Claire Lewis, who um, uh, fitted pegs through the clinical procedure and was an advanced clinical practitioner. Um, the many researchers that I've had on, uh, people who've completed PhDs, dietitians who've launched their own food or supplement companies, um, it really does show that the world is your oyster when it comes to having a nutrition and dietetic degree. And there's so much that you can do 
um, you know, the sky's your limit. And I think the conversations that we've had over the last three years with these guests hopefully has uh, shined a light on that. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's really special. You know, I think a lot of people would um, not pigeonhole. Maybe isn't the right word, but you know, maybe generalize what a dietitian does or a nutritionist. And actually, as you say, there's so much opportunity and diversity within the profession. So, yeah, that's a great great to hear you um, say that. And so, what is next for you? Is there anything that you plan that you're looking forward to? We'd love to hear what's kind of in what's what's going to be the next chapter so this is probably the point when i should say well i'm launching a book and i'm launching <laughs> yeah. that range um, i read it <laughs> but no in all seriousness i'm i'm still on maternity leave so like i mentioned earlier i had my first baby oscar back in october so i'm just enjoying spending time with him and as a family at the moment I'm going back to work part-time in October and I'm really looking forward to stepping into um, more of a strategic and leadership role at HRS Communications to really continue to grow our brand and achieve our vision and mission. And um, as you know, Corinne, I've also recently been appointed the engagement officer on the committee of the BDA specialist group for dietitians and industry. So I'm really looking forward to getting um, stuck in with that. And also um, since COVID, I haven't, and having a baby, I haven't really had an opportunity to do a lot of networking. And that's always been one of my biggest um, passions and something I do a lot of with HRS, connecting with interesting new companies. So I'm really looking forward to being able to go to more events face-to-face. So yeah, lots of things to come. And of course, I will also be tuning into the Dietitian Cafe. (laughs) Very exciting. So lastly, do you have any words of wisdom to share with me uh, as we cross over and I go on to post the the, the cafe? Well, Corinne, I think the Dietitian Cafe is going to be in a really safe pair of hands with you. I think you'll be a fantastic host. You're charismatic. You're media friendly. Uh, What I would say is just be yourself, um, bring your passion for dietetics to the podcast, and that will help any guests that you're interviewing to feel at ease um some of the biggest tips I've picked up along the way speak slowly it's really easy (laughs) to um to get carried away and it's something I've certainly been guilty of um don't be afraid to address controversy if there's a particular topic you think the dietitian cafe should be covering let's absolutely do it um and I think also you know just um Remember, at the end of the day, when you're doing a podcast, it's like having two friends down in a pub having a conversation. I think <laughs> it's it's easy to overthink these things and become too scripted. But the best episodes I've had are the ones where it really just flows naturally, like a conversation. You have yeah. a few laughs and you enjoy the process along the way. And that's something that I've done with the Dietitian Cafe. I've really enjoyed the process over the last three years. I'm so grateful to New Outra for the opportunity. And I'm so pleased. I couldn't think of a better person to be passing the baton on to, Corinne. So best of luck. Oh, thank you so much, Harriet. And you know, thank you for all you've done for the podcast over the last three years. It wouldn't be where it is today without your knowledge, support and charisma. So a huge thank you to New Outra for making this podcast possible. And obviously, I'm very sad to see you leave as host, Harriet. And I've got big shoes to fill. But thank you so much for, you know, giving the responsibility to me I really appreciate it you're welcome good luck Corinne 
So if you enjoy listening to the Dietitian Cafe podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review or a five-star rating so that we can reach even more healthcare professionals. You can also follow Nooutra on social media at Nooutra across all platforms to keep up to date with the podcast and to hear the latest updates on medical nutrition. Thank you for listening and our next episode will be out soon.